Hello, and welcome to a very special emergency episode of Monday Night Heroes. We, our regular keeper, had an uh, emergency in Lake Tahoe, and I feel really bad for him. So, we're not going to be running what we normally were going to be running, which would be A Time to Harvest, Chapter 2. Hopefully, we'll get to that next week. This week, we are, this week, we are running something from the Atomic Age Cthulhu. So, we're in the 50s. We have all the snake in the audience as well. <laughs> Run out and buy the book. Woo! Um, so, yeah, we're in the 50s. So... Grease and happy days and all those cliches. We're gonna we have Butcher players them. for them all. Butcher them. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the scenario is nameless because of metagaming, but the, all the players are high school chums coming back to Laneville, Wisconsin. Uh, I'll wait for the spaceship to. Finish taking off. So everybody's uh going back to their ten year high school reunion in Plainville, Wisconsin. And while we're waiting for the Mass Avenger, we'll let everybody introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about their characters. And we'll start with James because he's on the end. Well, uh, guys, I will be playing the character Gilbert Herbert. A hardware store owner. Used to be a football player back in high school until he got a knee injury and found his love of carpentry and now works at the hardware store. Where's that book is? <laughs> nice. Anybody that got that? <laughs> I'm going to get a cookie. Be right back. Uh, Jim. Why don't you tell us a little about about your character? I am playing Polly Gordon. I am a widow. Um, should I tell everyone my second occupation? If you wish. Okay. I am a widow slash Nazi hunter. Uh, my husband was murdered by a a war criminal that he was hunting, and I am taking up the uh, war path. Cheers. Right on. And joining us from Friday Fungi is... Sorry, Leah. I had a brain fart. Leah, why don't you tell us about your character? Yeah, Leah. Oh, I, th I thought you said Lily. I thought we were going in, in order. We're going in my order. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my character is uh, Tish Brown. Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of in between jobs, but I've, I've settled into a, a mechanic position right now. It pays the bills. That, that's, that's what this is. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm just passing through, seriously. And now, Lily. Oh, it's my turn now. Okay. Yeah, now it's, it's. I am. Uh, I am playing Hetty Lenore, a beatnik. She is uh, currently between jobs, but somehow managed to get 
a job working as a waitress at a diner for the time being. And possibly, maybe, is dabbling in street narcotics. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, if you want to dabble, dabble away. You can dabble all you want. And speaking of dabbling, Wes. Yeah, there we are. Well, the name is uh, William F. Jackson. Uh, let's see, I was the recording secretary for the debate team in high school, and also on the school paper. Yep, junior debate champion. Senior year was a mess. Damn hysteria. But now I'm working as an aide for the Senate Majority Leader, and soon we're getting the country back where it should be. So thanks to that man novel right now. And then we have always wear such a square. <laughs> and then we have uh, we have Rodney's character, who I'll let him introduce when he gets here. Rodney. All right, so you all arrive in Plainville. It is the definition of a. Everyone, there he is. He called oh. and he came. Oh, cool. Well, hey, Rodney, why don't you tell everybody about Gordon there? I don't go by Gordon. You just have to say his name another time. My name is Gordon Thumper Burnett. I'm a specialist in wealth relocation. I bet. I call you Gordon because um, we have somebody whose last name is Gordon. My name is Thumper. So... All right, so everybody, welcome to Plainville, USA. Population 1,000 or 13,500, a town 25 miles from a large American city, which we will call Milwaukee. People take the train to work in the city or are employed in the stores and small businesses here in this harmonious town. The streets are safe, and there are only four policemen and a chief on duty, since there's almost no crime here. Until now. <laughs> no, I didn't. There's your teaser. Okay, so um, you, you come into the, to Plainville, and you all meet up in one of the local watering holes, because even though you have gone your separate ways, at one point, ten years ago, you were buddies. So one by one, you enter your old stomping grounds. Some of you might have a little bit of a wistful tear in your eye. Some of you may feel like you just came here to laugh at the squares. <laughs> but you all find yourself in the favorite tavern, because they always used to sell to underage kids. And there you are. Why don't you all catch up with each other? You haven't seen each other in such a long time. No. Polly, hey, Thumper. It's been oh, ages. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's been a whole decade. I never Brr. thought I'd be back here in Squaresville. Me neither. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. it's not so bad. 
I mean, I know, you know, everybody knows that those people on the road. What's up with that suit? Well, this, well, you know, coming up, coming up in the world, and uh, one, one was dressed with pot. Is that Sia Sucker? <laughs> in this weather? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a very what time of year is it, by the way? It is a balmy spring day. Balmy spring day. Uh, and I still have the black helmet on. <laughs> wouldn't be able to tell in my leather. <laughs> sure you can. The uh, the hair the hair grease is kind of running down into your eyes a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. I have a tube of Brill cream in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that that up there will hold all day. Yeah. Got an unbreakable comb in the pocket. <laughs> Please tell me it's a switchblade comb. Some Sinatra, some Sinatra comes on the juke. That's my favorite song. Ah, uh, Sinatra. Oh, memories. Ah, uh, so uncool, uncool. Honestly, you need to get to the scene, people. The scene. So, what are you up to these days, Hetty? I can't appreciate true art. You were always, you're always quite wordy. Are you still writing? Yeah. One day, somebody will realize that I speak truth. I'm future, and they'll see it. I think you're more of the right now. Snap a cause here, too? <laughs> Do we drink for DC references? Sorry. <laughs> well, again, people will die. The livers will not be able to take it. <laughs> so uh, Sinatra slowly turns into the king of rock and roll. Ugh. Some Elvis it plays on, and you notice that some of the people in the sitting at the bar drinking kind of give the jukebox a sideways glance. The bartender kind of gives one of these. People like it. a very Dex Eleven sort of dance. <laughs> Ignore them. Ignore them. Just they call him a king. I don't get it. Uh huh. So uh, he's got that funny lip thing. And that little hip wiggle he got there. I don't know. Something tells me he's going to be big. I've seen much better hip wiggles. Oh, oh he's already big. <laughs> he's already big. Yeah. Um, he won't last. Um, he won't last. I know my mom's all into him. I don't get it. Somebody um, put on some some Chuck Berry. Give me a luck roll. See if it's on the juke. That's a zero eight. 
Oh man, not only is there Chuck Berry, but there's Fats Domino, the big bopper. It seems like the Sinatra is actually in a minority in on this jukebox. There is a shit ton of old rock and roll. I mean, rock and roll. Okay. The latest and greatest rock. Yeah, man. Two minute songs by the record. Mm-mm. On 45. Hell yeah. The Wurlitzer is playing. The drinks are flying. You guys are having a great time. Is this one of those Wurlitzers with bubbles? Of course it is. Okay. As a matter of fact, Thumper, the reason you got your name was you were able to give the, the juke a little elbow grease. And you got to hear your Chuck Berry. Things are happening in, in Arnold's bar. <laughs> when uh Hey Arnold, teach me karate. <laughs> so so Polly, um so t- tell me what you've been up to for the past decade. Oh my gosh. Well I I'm Went to school up in New York. My, yeah. my parents have had relatives there. Um, and <coughs> I met the most wonderful man. His name was Jason. And yeah. We ended up tying the knot. Excellent. And um, he, he was murdered a couple of years ago. It was terrible. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dear. He was on a business trip to Germany. He, he traveled there for his bank. Yeah. And then I got the phone call. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm bringing this whole thing down. Uh, let, let me have. Oh. A, let me get you another drink. Okay. Well, it's on me. Um, oh, thank you, honey. Yeah, it's okay. I I tried that marriage thing too, and it's not. Uh, no, it's it's not all it's cracked up to be. Oh, not I'm not so for sorry. me. I, I'm so happy that you were at least able to find a little bit of happiness with someone that you truly cared for. He's such a sweet man. He never laid a hand on me. Yeah. Yes. He was loved by everyone. Now, while, while you guys are in the middle of this discussion, old Charlie Cunningham comes up to your table. You remember Charlie from high school. He wasn't really around a lot, and it seems like he disappeared after a, a couple of days. But, uh, but yeah, old Charlie comes up, and he goes, Oh, my God, it's the old gang. How y'all doing? I guess you're here, I guess you're here for the reunion. Didn't you hear what happened? What happened? Enlighten us, Charlie. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Well, first, it started really small. A couple of wife beatings here and there. But then, people people started offing themselves. You know, real... No. I mean, everybody's a little on edge in town. It's kind of a weird... They almost canceled the reunion, but I'm so glad they didn't. I mean... We really need something to brighten our spirits around here. Hey, it's it's great to see you guys. I got a blow. It's you, Charlie. You too. Mm-hmm. You will never see Charlie again. He disappeared after three episodes into the first season. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Wait, wasn't that the guy who looked a lot different after the first time we met him? Yeah. He was a different he actor did. in the he pilot? Got, he got taller and his hair changed colors. Yeah, it was weird. That's huh? great. Uh, I mean, I wear shades all the time, but I think that's what happened. Yeah, you, <laughs> you wonder whatever happened to his brother, Richard. Uh, I don't. What brother, Richard? You know. never had a brother. But I'll tell you what, his sister, Joni, she was hot. Nah, she was into this guy named Chachi. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Chibuffin. So, yeah, strange. I mean, really, you grew up in this town, and nothing, nothing ever happens in this town. It's just weird that, that somebody would kill themselves, let alone, it sounded like, a couple of people. This is a huh. town called Plainsville. I can't imagine that anybody would be yeah, suicidal yeah. here. I know. It's an idyllic in Americana. Well, it, it is, oh. It's below the uh, the proper longitude, so they get normal amounts of light. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why these people are complaining about it. What does the world come and do? Where's the library? <laughs> Everyone's always cheerful when they come into the hardware store. Well, you 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 uh, yeah. you own a hardware store in another town. Wait, wait, wait! You own a hardware store? You still yeah, make those horse? Well, make those horse bookends? <laughs> I apologize, I missed that. I said, do you still make those horse head bookends? <laughs> Horse that bookends. <laughs> hey Gil, can I get a bulk discount on crowbars? <laughs> yeah. You guys can all come to my hardware store. I'd be happy to give you a discount. Yeah. I actually could use some more nuts. I could use some new nuts for the uh, packer. Yeah. No problem. Sorry. No, if you so, ever uh, need someone to come by and look at the books for you. I have a few skills in that area. So, uh, Lily. Yeah. You actually were invited by um, an old friend of the family, the uh, the Blacks. Um, oh. <laughs> I see. I see how it is. I see how it is. Just wait till you hear their name. Very well. It's, it's that kind of module. It's Betty and Barney. Betty and Barney Black. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Betty and Barney Black have invited you because they haven't seen you in so long. You used to babysit their daughter. It's amazing they let me back. <laughs> well, they don't know. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't know. Well, you haven't We'd invited love to have you come back for dinner. Weird, Here's the back door. <laughs> and wipe that off your face. It Was it a perfect place? She's fine. She could cr crawl out onto him on the tree. Nobody smelled the thing. <laughs> and uh, Kim, yes. so you you uh, on your way in, you were trying to look up your old buddies because you. Growing up here, uh, I'm assuming you're Jewish, being a Nazi hunter. I'm going to assume well, Jewishness. Jewish by marriage, I guess you'd okay. say. 
you, you just remember that there were um, Plainsville had six churches, <laughs> but absolute no synagogues. <laughs> Why would it? What a shock! Yeah. Well, you know, the religion is just the construct to keep you down. Me. You, can't, you can't have the wrong religions around. It doesn't work. I never was big on religion. Well. Oh my God, is in the verse. <laughs> I attended it for my husband's sake. God, God is in the Old Testament and parts of the New Testament. Tell that to the nuns down at uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Agony. Ah. <laughs> Those were fine ladies. Yes, they were. Hey, you remember when we toilet paper that whole whole uh, whole uh, nunnery? Everybody <laughs> find out that was us. <laughs> Maybe. Now I, I don't remember anything about a toilet papering, but uh, I enjoyed those uniforms. Yeah, you guys went to public high school. Yeah, but you know, Our Lady of Perpetual Misery was an all-girls school. Oh, okay. That was my kind of place. Except for the nuns. <laughs> that was in Janesville. Uh, Plainsville, uh, Janesville. Nice. I don't know if that's... So after the Chuck Berry and the Big Bopper, and you go through all the great songs in the jukebox, and it's getting a little late, and you think maybe it's uh, roundabout time to quit Al's and maybe get some food in you. Say, Lily, you have that dinner invitation. Did it say that I had to come alone? It did not say you had to come alone. And, they were, and you recall that they were very generous people. They were what we call plot generous. <laughs> hey. love that plot, Look, I'm not the bloodest joint, and uh, I got the place to <coughs> Not that joint. Later. <laughs> I don't. Are you Are you sure? I mean, you know. Later, later. It's here. Anyway. Hey man, only jazz musicians do that. That's right. We're gonna put on some Miles Davis, and we're gonna we're gonna blow. Now you speak in my language. <laughs> I learned I about a, it in Chicago. I have a party that I was invited to, and these people are loaded. So I'm gonna pull you out. Loaded, you say? Uh, so exactly. How loaded are we talking? Too loaded. I used to babysit for the kids. So wonder they invited me back, but <laughs> mm. I'm headed so that way. Anybody wanna join me? Yeah, yeah I think I could be hell yeah. I believe so. Sounds better than what we're doing now. Oh my god, rope shoulders with some uh, I mean y'all squares, but y'all ain't that level of square. We're <laughs> talking easily square squared. So um, from where you are, Lion's Main Way, which is where they've lived, you're on Main Street. If you have the map that I gave you guys. There was a map. Uh, I mean, the map is yeah, he gave it to us, but uh, 
I never looked at it. Well, <laughs> you are three blocks to the to the east of where you need to go, and about two blocks north or south. So you need to go go west and north to get to your destination. It'll take you about 15, 20 minutes. Mm. You guys to get there. You, you pay your bar tab. I'm assuming you pay your bar tab. Somebody pays the bar tab. It ain't me. I'll, 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 I'll pay my bar tab. I'll pay for mine. Hmm. The Eisenhower area. So what do you so think, Hedy? Like the old the days, door. darn dash. Hedy's already out the door. Actually, no. Hedy's in the bathroom and out the window. Little <laughs> uh, American did not pay for your bar tab. Gillard will sigh and pull out extra money to pay for you. For uh, what's your character's name again, Lily? Hedy. Yeah, I'll pay for Hedy's. Hedy's broke. Hedy's Maynard. <laughs> I, I thank you, Gilbert, for Hetty. Yes. It seems a little troubled. Yeah, well. We all have do. troubles in our own way. Exactly. At least I can do. So you make your way into the evening air, and those of you who have been away, which is all of you, really, and have gone on to the city, remember the fresh air, the the, the Christmas, not Christmas, but crispness. <laughs> the Christmas of that of that early spring in Wisconsin, before the pollen hits and before it gets unbearably warm, when it's just cold enough that you need a jacket. It's beautiful. It's perfect lacrosse weather. Actually, baseball is about to start up, so everybody, everybody's really pulling for the for the Braves this year. The Cubs. Hmm. Yes. Team spirit. Plain, plain I is a, to hell with this and hop on my bike. Plainville is a is a Milwaukee Braves kind of town. So, um, you walk and you see just what you expect to see. Couples walking arm in arm, children playing with with bikes and skateboards, and just all American town. It's like mm. a Norman Rockwell painting. It is. If you looked up in the sky, you'd half expect to see Superman flying over the damn place. That's <laughs> how all American it is. And he'd be drawn by Darwin Cook, damn it. Rest Those books will never catch one. I don't know. That's some mighty fine literature right there. I just happen to have one right here. Look at this. Detective Comics number 27. This guy here, he's going to be something one day. He's going to be like Tarzan. Uh, I've got to be honest. I was a bigger fan of the uh, that, that guy with the shield. The guy with the shield? Yeah, what was his name again? Captain America? That's the guy. 
Yeah, chillin', chillin', chillin'. Like, oh, no. If you're gonna waste your efforts on that trash, you should at least enlighten yourself culturally. I'm I'm more a fan of Boston Blackie myself. Or uh, well, personally, I like the villain in Captain America better. The Red Skull. How scary was that guy? Ah, he wasn't scary. But check this out, man. This is the Flash. He fights a gorilla. It. Oh my goodness! Is it is it appropriate? That sounds thrilling. like the Flash. Of course it is. It's a guy who runs really fast. <laughs> oh, that was one of those kind of magazines. I've heard of them. You know about those kind of magazines. <laughs> I've always been more of a cat. How would you know there is kind of magazines? Yeah. I work I've got some of those magazines in my uh, in my saddlebags, Gil. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I'm make your way over to uh, Lion's Main Way and up to number one. Something is odd. Something is not quite right. There's police tape across the door. Oh, oh. Well, that's awkward. Oh. Well, there goes my meal. What you talking about? The door's probably unlocked. That's true. Here's the thing. There's no activity around it. It just looks like it's old tape that has been there for a while. Eh. Hey, Hetty, when did you say you got the invite to go? Was well, it God? Was, when did I get the invite? The invite came about a month ago. Okay, a month about a month ago. About a month ago. <laughs> All right. Well, well I've, I'll be honest, I've always been a big believer in uh, asking for forgiveness than permission. Want to pop in and see what happened? Let, let, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's flip around back. I I think I think I I think I let let's follow Thumper's advice. Let's slip around the back. Parking um, cars, parking cars around the block. We'll we'll come up through the back. Thought we walked here, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, since the three blocks. Yeah. Thumple rides his bike everywhere. <laughs> you, got, you guys can fit six people onto two bikes. Come on. It's a 50. Yeah, we can. My bike's an Indian. You can't fit anybody. And a goat. And a goat. <laughs> there is YouTube video evidence. And it can be done. I got a triumph. It'll be all right. triumph. Yeah. You still ride? You still riding that limey piece of shit? Yeah. Hey, the bus is on a automobile. No. Hey, it's a mode of transportation. I mean, there's no Packard, but that's a different story. That company will last forever. All right, doll. What you need is a piece of American steel between your legs. <laughs> Been there, done that. I'm good. Straight to the point, huh? Can't find out on that. He's somewhere. All right. So I have to retcon this slightly because uh, I only had a couple hours to put this together. So there's no police. There's no police tape. Oh. Okay. You knock on the door. 
and Betty answers. She's in her blue dress with her single pearl cameo. The, the dress edges are ragged. She's got black hair and a bun. You hear in the background some, obviously it's a kid going, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so they so gave you Betty some... and Barney. So what are you going to I mean, that's not me. That's not um, me. That's this. Betty and Barney. Betty. So Betty, Betty and Barney Black. Betty, I presume. So, so Bam Bam, the kid I used to babysit. Good Lord. Kidding. How old is this kid? <laughs> um, well, Bam Bam's actually her, her grandson. So she answers the door, and she looks very worse for wear. She goes, oh, my God, Hetty. Hi, Steve. I totally forgot that I invited you over. Uh, well, just don't just sit there. Just come in, come in, come in. I do. Pretty swanky digs you got here, Mrs. B. I'm sorry, Mrs. B. These are my classmates. I was in town for the reunion, and I just knew they liked to come along. I probably should have called first. Uh, it's it's not your fault. I mean, how how would you know? Well, as you can tell, Barney's not here. Um, what happened, Miss B? Well, about three weeks ago, we had a fight, and uh, I kicked him, kicked him out, and he was downstairs, and he fell asleep on the couch watching the TV. Have you guys seen TV? It's so great. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, well, he fell asleep with it on, and apparently he woke up and just started screaming for hours. So the neighbors called the police. They told him to stop. Two days later, he fell asleep in front of the TV again, and he started screaming again, and he actually threw the set through the window. You can see the window doesn't match the other windows. I know Holy it's, shit. It's, yeah. it's the least of my worries. Barney must have been a right. big dude. Well, I mean, he was uh, he was raving. He was talking about how the TV was picking up some sort of weird show late at night. I mean, that's why I don't have a tele. We'll never buy a television. These things are just right. Well, I mean, I know that Ed Sullivan gets a little racy every once in a while, but really. So he, I mean, he was saying that it wasn't even a. Uh, it wasn't a show from this country. I mean, come on. How is it? How is the television going to pick up a show from Russia? I mean, I don't even know if those commies have TVs. They, they, I, they, I, they, I they, do. The commies are the commies are trying to put this together. You never know. Russian propaganda. How scandalous! Mm. It, could be part of, it could be part of the commies' plot. Yeah, okay. So I mean. It, it may be the Russians. Who knows? But all I know is is Barney had to go away for a couple of weeks just to get himself straightened out. Polly, it could have been He's, Germans. Well, he had been hitting the sauce a little, so he, he's getting himself straightened out, and he'll be back in no time. But where are my manners? I have a I have a roast. It's not a lot, but come on, we'll, we'll eat. Why don't, you, why don't you introduce me to my to your friends, and we'll, we'll make the, the best of this. I apologize for the state of the house and the state of me. 
It's. Uh, oh, you look wonderful, Miss. I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse. I mean, have you, have you heard? Have you heard what's been going on? Just a little know. bit. Could you, can, could you elaborate a little bit? Because we, we don't have any real truthful idea other than just a real quick, hey, some crazy stuff's been happening, but nothing more than that. Yeah, we pretty much got into town, what, like, what time is it now? Um, it's early, it's, what it's time is it now? Early, it's, you know, early evening. Dinner yeah, time. we just put in today. So please, um, well, I mean, you had the sh the Johnsons, um, and Keith basically tr he trashed the house. He just threw everything around. Apparently, he was having terrible nightmares. The police were involved. It was it was horrible. Um, the Johnsons have one of them televisions. Oh, I don't know if the Johnsons have a television or not. I'm not really good friends with them. I've never been. Mm. Uh, but, she always um, was kind of a bitch. Wasn't she, though? I mean, I know. I wonder how long, I wonder how long they had to starve for those permanents that she gets. Oy. Yeah. Oh. Is her hair still blue? <laughs> she doesn't have a single hair on her head that's her own. It's all wigs. Oh my. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find. I remember that. Probably. Oh, that's probably what, what set Keith off. I mean, but it's his own fault for marrying that man. She was damn true. That's what she was. That's that's not the worst of it. Mm. I mean, two, two weeks ago, the real. Pardon my language. Shit started hitting the fan. This is big. Oh my. George Heffernan. Hush, Eddie. Um, you Go might ahead. not know him because you know he was a deacon at the Lutheran Church. Oh, so you probably um, don't know him. That's barely Christian. No, no. Well, he. Oh, that's slightly kind of heresy. He, that is. Word has it, in the middle of the night, he just got up, tied his wife and his kids, and just slit their throats. Just oh. gone. No. Yes. Like little swine. It's terrible. I mean. What on earth is happening? I don't know what heathen religion, what they teach them in that church of theirs, but oh. the Methodists don't do that. Hmm. No. You know what? Well, you get all of these rumors, not only that, but apparently uh, Mr. Paulson, well, his, his... Yeah, what about Mr. Paulson? I remember him. Oh, well, yeah, he, his wife and his daughter, they're away. They had to go to Milwaukee to, with, to live with her parents. Oh, because they had they had to leave him. Oh. What did he do? He seemed so calm. He was he was uh, he was beating them apparently, and then one day 
They woke up in the morning and they found him in the living room, dead. <gasps> oh my goodness! Oh. Well, hell, he, if he apparently he had put his head through a t the television set. I don't know. It depends on how, how severely he'd beat, he beat their child. It's the Russians. Mm -hmm. Mrs. B, don't so, ever go into selling these televisions. So what you're, what you're telling me is, is that there's property available in this town? <laughs> I saw it step away from whatever James character's name is. Well, there's been a, a, a number of more incidents, but you don't want to hear about that. Well, you, you, you need to eat. You need to keep your strength up. Mm-hmm. Yes, this looks well, wonderful. Well, while we eat, why don't you care to tell us something about someone else? About whom, dear? About whom? Um, well, heck, uh, well, we're here for our 10th reunion. Uh, anything going on with any of the staff up at the high school? Uh, no, no. The, the high school was fine. It's just, it's most of the, most of the incidents have been happening out here on the, on the, well, it's hard to say because you would think nothing would happen out here because this is where the, the people who, you know, our people live. Of course. Oh, yeah. We live here. I mean, that never happens to our kind of Oh no, no, no! You would expect that out of oh, out of then waitresses or or janitors, not respected war veterans. And, of course. And uh, Eddie clears the throat. <coughs> I'm sorry, dear. Can I get you something? Yes. Lemonade. Eddie, I take her. I take her hand, mind. You are Don't a fine. No, you're a fine. No, Betty. You're a fine <laughs> member of Americana. You're in your testament to the state. I can't. I can't hear you, Wes. <laughs> I got fine, outstanding member of the uh, of your your of the country and your state. Put the schmooze on. Put up. Put up the schmooze. Never too early campaign. Oh, Mr. Jerkson, you do go on. <laughs> I said I'm told. Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> well, despite all the stress that is obviously in Mrs. Black's life, she does cook a hell of a roast. Best in the neighborhood. Only reason I'm It is that is some mighty fine roast, Mrs. B. Thank you for getting us up to speed. We've been out of town for so long, and it's yeah. well. Hopefully, the worst is over. What I hope else so. Can possibly happen. I know they always say that. They always say that uh, everything keeps getting crazier year after year. It must be the end times upon us. Well, I don't know about that, but I will tell you that I just don't even bother reading the paper anymore. That's probably for the best. Yep. Well, I mean, despite the fact that the Plainville reporter is a rag, mm -hmm. and that 
Bruce Waters couldn't write an article to save his life. I just don't want to hear the bad news. Bruce is still writing. Oh, oh my goodness, honey, he's been there for years. It's Bruce and Jack the whole time. People are starting to talk, but they might be a little. Who do you mean? Do they know Okay. I, don't, I don't like to say that in mixed company. Okay. But they might be homosexual. <gasps> oh, dear gosh. Oh, my goodness. In this town? They're everywhere. Eddie, uh, Eddie it, rolls eyes under her dark sunglasses. Abominations. I think it's old-fashioned. I think old-fashioned to wipe it down with. What has happened to my little town? Incredible communists. Incredible communists, clearly. Well, it is It is getting late. And it's time for you guys to be heading back to wherever you're staying. Um, some of you might have family still in town. Some of you might want to stay at the hotel or the motel. I got my single wife parked at the edge of town, little mobile home park. <laughs> you had the, uh, you had your your motorcycle towed that. <laughs> I walked because it's so close. Close, and I was drinking anyway. I was gonna, I was drinking anyway. So. Oh, it's a oh, well. you can do that. Oh yeah. Okay. Ralph Another? Ralph Nader hasn't. I have a weird, ugly head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cars look good nowadays. Yeah. Ralph cars. So yeah, so you, you where's everybody staying this fine evening? If, if you're staying at the motel, you have rooms booked. Sounds good. I'm, uh, I'll be at the hotel. Why I'm headed I got... across the tracks to Moe's Juke Joint. I got my I got my uh, airstream. So. That's your airstream. Got my airstream, yeah. It's a Winnebago. Well, it's a type of Winnebago. It might be, yeah. <laughs> it's that little chrome one, yeah. My in-laws have an airstream. They call it camping. Uh huh. It's got a refrigerator and two beds and a little kitchen. An indoor yes. toilet. It's camping. Of course. Indoor. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go camping in my airstream. Okay, so for those of you who are at the Colleenville Motel, it is a one-floor, no-frills motel. It's the only game in town. It's uh, usually it's designed for motorists who can't quite make it to uh, Milwaukee that day. So there are ten available rooms. Oh hell! Can I park my airstream in the parking lot of that hotel? I would be at that hotel as well because it's probably all heady can afford. <laughs> it's only a buck twenty-five a day. That's expensive for heady. Each room has a bathroom, Hattie, a bed, you a can, table. You can sleep on my floor. I'm sure there will be plenty of room for my full-sized van to be parked there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a motel. It's got plenty of parking. Yeah. With Herbert's Herbert's uh, 
tools on the uh, side of the van. No, I'm over exaggerating her fortune. Roll the six that got cut down to a three. Because, yeah, beatnik, minus three to income. <laughs> so she can afford motel rooms. She just doesn't like doing it. <laughs> so she will because, yeah, she's got extracurricular activities on her mind. So is everybody in separate rooms, or are, are you guys bunking together? Separate rooms, of course. Hey. Is my family still around? Um, give me a luck roll. They may have disowned you. Oh, you're just going on. I need a luck roll though. Yes. Your family is still around. Yes. It's constant. It's a Republican town until about the sixties. But your parents are Democrats. <laughs> you were the black sheep. Well, they were the black sheep, really. <laughs> You're a product of your society. They were the black sheep. So yep. your, your parents are very happy to see you. All right. they, they love you, and I, they know that <clears throat> the life of a senatorial aide <clears throat> does, isn't all men's restrooms. <laughs> People are people, no matter what time it is. You didn't talk about it in the 50s. That was decent. I talked about JFK's mistresses. You've got to protect the children from those commies in the restroom. Yeah. So, man, your, your parents are very happy to see you. Yeah. I should offer you Packard. And they actually, they actually, you know, they're so happy because they didn't think you would come, given given all the troubles in the town. Honey, there's talk that that uh, Chief Wolf won't be able to keep the peace for very long. There's talk about bringing the state troopers in. Oh God. Not that bad. Uh, will I be trapped here? This is just Wes. Wes is at his parents' house. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. You guys are in the hotel. Oh, yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, honey, I mean, uh, thank God it hasn't happened to us. But, I mean... Dear, you don't you don't know what you don't know you didn't get intelligent did you because say what you didn't get intelligent did you mom because that sounds like that might I'm hearing that might be the cause might be the cause of these incidents. Well, you want to watch television? Okay, I don't think I think I think that might be Monday. It's Mondays, so there's nothing on. But I mean, if you want to watch television, the television's right there. No, 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 I'm saying I'm saying. That put, they turn that thing off, put it away. That's my thing, right? The army is like putting signals in there. I was thinking. <laughs> oh, my. What have they done to you? What have they done to our boy? Hey, hey. I mean, McCarthy may be a little bit of a loose cannon, but he's pointing in the right direction. 
honey, honey, the TV's not on now. There's nothing on. Later on, we'll watch the news, and then we'll go to bed just like we do every night. Maybe, maybe the Braves won today. I mean, it could happen. All right, so we'll cut out of there and we'll hit the hotel where everybody, where I need everybody's sleeping arrangements. So I'm assuming everybody is in a separate room except for Leah has Hetty crashing with her, correct? Hetty's got her own room. Okay. Well, why would you guys? So she offered. I turn it down. She's uh, like, oh, that's what Hedy would do. Alright. I, I got a room for my bike. You know, they make covers. You got a room for your bike. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's it one a, of those... It's a suite. <laughs> Is it one of those hotels that has like the upper level and the lower level? Yes. Oh, the one... I, I want, said it was a one-level. I want to be able to have one where it's like, make sure my back of my van can park. The whole right hotel is pastel colored. Nice. Alternate pink and blue doors with a, uh, you might want to call it a balustrade, but it's really just a fence to prevent people from tumbling over onto the pavement on, from the second floor. Smack. Do you remember in uh, Fallout Vegas, the hotel by the dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. I've seen enough horror movies to know this motel. <laughs> yes. It is that motel. It's just not run down yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a nice bright sign. With, it's uh, still new. It won't get a new. It won't get another coat of paint ever. <laughs> sequential light bulbs. The vacancy <laughs> no vacancy sign still the, works. The outline of the sign, which would be hey, a look. square, but it's got soft corners. Look, every corner of the motel is brightly lit. There's no way anyone could hide anywhere. This is amazing. There is an exterior ice machine. It works. With, with ice. Yes, it's got Ooh. tons of ice. I, it's not I, a machine. It's more of just a bin of ice. So each room you have a bathroom, a bed, a table, a chair, and a TV. They got great knee-high in the uh, soda machine? Just moxie. <laughs> I'm going to go up to the soda machine. I walk up behind him. Hey, you still do that? Hey. Again. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you're bumping at this machine. And, does, uh, does my bed vibrate? It does not. You don't yes. have the magic fingers. No man. magic fingers. Not the 60s yet. <laughs> it's not that kind of motel. Yet. 
Exactly. Got shared carpet. That's not it until does. the... What? It does. It's okay. got the shag carpet. Okay. I gotta be honest, Steve. I don't want to play anymore if I don't have the magic fingers back. Sorry, man. You feel hands on your neck and they get tighter. There's your out. <laughs> As it squeezes the life out of you. You actually have a restful night's sleep. Is anybody watching the news on TV? Hell no. They haven't put TVs in our rooms yet. There are TVs in your room. Oh, sure. I will check the news. Okay. I have no interest in modern problems. I'm listening on the radio. There is no radio. No radio? A TV set. What? Well, no, in, in my Airstream, I don't have a radio. Oh, well, you have a radio on your Airstream, so why are you in the hotel? I'm in the parking there. lot. Oh, okay. All right, well. I will watch TV for you, Steve. The Braves won. Yay. Hmm, go Braves. And even better, the, the Packers have acquired this rookie quarterback sensation named Bart Starr. And everybody says he he and Lombardi are going to take the pack all the way. Meanwhile, the the uh, what is it called the uh, Senate the Congressional Committee has uh, subpoenaed many many movie stars to appear before it the Who Act Committee. Oh, that. And uh, there, there are many people in Hollywood who are sweating bullets. This story's been breaking for a while. They are being accused of being communists, communist supporters, belonging to different communist organizations. And uh, some of these people have had their, apparently had their lives ruined by the mere mention of communism. And with that, one I'm final word. Cronkite, one and that's all you need to know. Final word about singing budgeridoos. That's the feel-good piece. The American flag comes on, you hear the anthem, and then there's the Native American in the headdress and the chest pattern. Memories. Mm. And the TV, and that ends our broadcast day. And since it's 1950 blank, <laughs> 1950X, there's absolutely nothing to do after the TV goes off. Sure there is. Who's <laughs> in my room with me? Okay. Well, in Lily's room, in Lily's room, there is a very tiny dragon. Yes. Crawling across the ceiling. Wow. As it crawls, the colors seem to shift and shimmer and undulate down its back. Little wisps of smoke curl out of its nostrils. But 
instead of going up, it is almost as if gravity has taken a hold of the smoke and pulls it down to you. As you inhale the dragon smoke, the vibrant lime greens of the room and the deep maroons of the carpet seem to permeate permeate your, your, your every being. Man, this reminds me of something that was in Weird Tales. And because are you in there with me? Sure, why not? Okay. (laughs) And because we are playing Call of Cthulhu, give me a sanity (laughs) check. I'm just kidding. Sure. Damn, I'm in the wrong room. I'm just kidding. You guys are high as shit. (laughs) (laughs) She is expounding on life and. Is trying to capture the essence of that dragon and poetry and failing miserably because she has 20. Actually, let me roll that. I want to roll that. I want to roll poetry. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if there's any. Oh my god, she rolled an 05. She rolled an 05. You're rolling what? What are you rolling? I rolled her poetry. That's what she does. That's her thing. Oh. <laughs> She impresses you with her poetry. And will not remember it in the morning. It's a masterpiece. And will not remember it in the morning. Except it is so ephemeral. That's why you write it down. Because she's has putting kites. (laughs) You can write it in the margins of the Gideon Bible. Somebody's going to find it one day and make a million (laughs) dollars. Three weeks later... Write it on a roll of toilet paper. A man named Allen Ginsberg checks into the Plainville Motel. Yeah, I can dig this. Hey, Bill, check this out. All you can hear from the room when he is there are his howls as he reads through his Bible. There you go. You hear the actual... You're the actual person who actually wrote Howl. That Ginsburg was a hack. You wrote it in the margins of a Bible. And the best part is she never remember it. Never remember it. When it was published a few years later, you're like, wow, that seems familiar. I just can't place it. I don't know why, but this poem reminds me of Dragon. Yeah, it's like... I think I had a really bad trip one time where this dragon was crawling across the room, my whole motel room. This sounds like a good trip, not a bad trip. Yeah, but then it started doing little things. Alright, so I can't quite describe. You guys, you guys get baked. James, you you sleep the sleep of the just and the sober. West, West, you are comfortable. Once again, back in your parents' arms. You have actually, your parents watched the exact same broadcast that James saw. You may have been there or not, depending on whether you cared. Ah, I'm still not this big as old. I still think about something for a comedy five that tall. I suspected it was just related. Leah, you fall asleep in your single wide, listening to the radio. At some point during the night, you wake up 
turn it off, get a glass of water, and fall back asleep. Kim, what have you been doing this fine evening? I'm at the hotel. There's no hotel. There's only a motel. Oh, okay. It's I guess I'm at the hotel trying to put... Trying to find the cleanest of the sheets and putting those on the bed and relaxing with a book. She's uh, field stripping her 1911 and putting it back together <laughs> blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> and timing herself. Spreading out my war maps and. Uh, this is my gun. There are many like, like it. it. This, this is my this one. Is mine. <laughs> The cleanest sheets. So some of your husband's uh, Judaism did run off on you. That's good. Yes. <laughs> so the next morning, you wake up. It's a brand new, fresh day. The reunion isn't isn't for another couple of days, so you really have the whole day to do whatever you want. You can get shit faced in a bar. You can mosey over to the old Flameville Reporter. Does Joe still have his pawn shop over on Fourth Street? Um Unfortunately, Joe's pawn shop has. Joe Joe was uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he was arrested about four or five years ago for fencing stolen goods. Um, the yeah, I know. I know why he was arrested. That's why I wanted to go see him. I brought some uh, brought some nice uh, jewelry, some rings, a string of pearls that I got out of this lady's house. <laughs> From around her neck. <laughs> yeah, Joe's is no longer operational, and it's been a while since you've been in town, so you can roll up to see if you have any contacts. Now, if Joe's been arrested, I'm just I'm I'm going over to uh, Adam's Juke Joint and uh, I have some beers, a bourbon, a uh, one. One bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Right on. Anybody else going to the diner getting some breakfast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, breakfast sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Sounds like a master plan. Am I still talking about work? All right. Well, as you get there, You get into the guys one by one, make your way into the diner, and in the front of the diner you have one of those old-fashioned newspaper kiosks where you stick in a dime and pull the thing and take out a paper. We're, and able, to we're able to reach in and grab like five of them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's the honest system in the 50s. You wouldn't do that. Hence the reason they make you pay at least or one dime. Would you? Well, um, anyway. <laughs> the, the, the headline on the paper is Alvin Moore, 
Alvin Moore crashes car into gas pumps at Esso Station. Oh, no. He leaves behind a wife and three children. Is anybody going to read the article? I'll read it. I'll read it. So, apparently, now, there's a couple things. Alvin and his family were the only black people in town. So, he is described in the article as a Negro. But a decent man. Um, you oh, may. It's the fifties. that disclaimer? Oh, the fifties. You may remember him. <laughs> um, everybody, give me a. That's, that's decent from the fifties. Yeah. Everybody, give me a a uh, knowledge roll. Yeah. Okay. No. Also, we're Wisconsin. Made it. All right, well... I'm way too drunk. Alvin was the town electrician. Some of you might remember him because he was the only decent electrician in town. You went to see Alvin and he didn't want your house for now. Yeah. If Alvin... If something was wrong, Alvin was the man to call to do it. He was very even-keeled. His wife... Arian, why do you do that? <laughs> Arian, why do you do that? <laughs> Arian. I was willing to let, I was willing to let Betty and Barney slide without too much. <laughs> Arian. Oh, I'm sorry. It says Arlene. <laughs> the hell looks like an eye. It's Arlene. Sorry, I was ready. I was ready to go to town. <laughs> Arlene. Um, Arlene says that uh, about a month ago, um, Alvin received a shock while he was doing some wiring at the middle school, and uh, the jolt was enough to make his ears ring constantly. This is in the article. So it, um, it made it hard for him to sleep without noise. So he took to staying in the living room at night. Just so that he wouldn't keep everybody up with his tossing and turning. Mm-hmm. But then just one, just last night, he just, he'd been depressed and he just, I guess, he got up in the middle of the night and, uh, Drove and hit hit the pumps. It's horrible. We're just going to, uh, with everything that's going on in this town, we just can't be here anymore. We're going to leave. I wonder if they had a TV. It just said he had a TV. It's where oh, I was sleeping. Listening to it. Yeah, I was sleeping with the TV. I wonder what kind of TV they had. <laughs> Great. I think there are all of two models of television. I could oh. possibly still be feeling the, the after effects of my enlightenment last night, but 
One, two things is the coincidence. Three, not so much. Hmm. Something is going on here. Must be something to do with those devil boxes. Huh. It's hmm. weird. I wonder who sells TVs around here. Maybe we should get one. You know, like we already have them in our rooms. Never mind. Like Never mind. Yeah. Scratch that. We already have them in our rooms. Buy a TV. Go into town. Buy a TV. I'll put it on the back of my Indian. Yeah. <laughs> it's the With big. The <laughs> They're pretty epic. <laughs> I had something else tonight. That's why I'm wondering about um, old uh, Bernie Black or whatever his name is. Barney Black. Barney Black throwing the TV out the window. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. Barney oh, ain't that big. Other TVs. It's got to be like three hundred pounds, don't they? It was really nice TV Huge. too. It had a gigantic thirteen-inch screen. Yeah, oh man! <laughs> wow! Solid oak oh, finish. Even had the doors open and close on it. With a radiation warning right on the side of it. Well, the uh, the the diner. Cook owner couldn't, couldn't help but notice that you guys are talking about TVs. You know, the best place to get a TV in this town is probably over at uh, Shepherd's Quality Goods. Right. Um, Shepherd, yeah, Isaac's been mm. selling these great TVs. I mean, they're, they're a little pricey and they're a little bit out of my price range, but everybody who has them says that the reception is beyond good. Well, where's the where's the TV station at? No, there's a station in there's a couple stations in Milwaukee, and sometimes on a clear night you can get a station out of Chicago. Oh. And uh, I think you can get public access out of Madison, but those guys are communists. Oh. Oh. Well. All right, so Madison is the commies. Yeah, all the students. Wayne and Garth. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't trust anybody who went to the To what? Oh, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay, pay no heed to anything that comes out of the UW, but communists. Yeah. Uh, they'll learn someday. They'll learn. Yeah, that's where that's, that's where good old that's where good old argument go. Love that football team. I love them Badgers, but my God, those kids! I don't know what they're teaching them these days. I have no idea. All that new age shit. They're commies, don't you know? So so we need we need to get to all Isaac Shepherd, huh? Round about that time old Isaac Shepherd was opening up his shop. <laughs> yes. Hi Isaac, we need to get to the 
We, we need to look at your televisions. I, I've been thinking about upgrading. After your breakfast of pork and lots of sausage, mm-hmm. tiny little eggs, and milk, big, tall, huge glasses of milk. Of course. And cheese curds. And fresh squeezed OJ. And cheese curds. Mm. Okay. Mm. You amble your way over to to Shepherds. Where you are greeted by Mr. Isaac Shepherd himself. Standing next to those new Bengal stationary bikes. That don't make no sense. Well, the thing about shepherds, when you walk in, and and James, you will you will notice this. Okay. Uh, there's a little bit of everything in this shop. I mean, they've got yes, they've got station stationary bikes, but they've also got um, row, rows of dishwashers, different appliances. Um, it's spring, so you have a lot of gardening equipment. Um, no, nothing bigger than, you know, a rake or anything. They don't sell to farmers. But there's, like, there's plenty of domestic domestic um, household appliances here. Damn. Now, all of you remember that Shepherds has been around since forever. I mean, Isaac... Isaac's parents owned the shop before he did. Pretty sure that his uh, his grandpappy owned it as well. Oh, I remember this place. I remember this place. I do too. Comic book rack still here. Comic book rack may be gone. And it might have upgraded a little, but it's still Shepherds. Yeah. But it seems to me that there's a lot more automation going on, like with the dishwashers and stuff. I don't trust no machine to wash my dishes. Tommy's. Tommy's. <laughs> yeah. It's the future, man. <laughs> ah. You know what's the future? Good old-fashioned Detroit construction. Yeah. the future. Today it's washing machines, tomorrow jetpacks. Jetpacks sound fun, but mechanical failure on a jetpack would be quite disastrous. Giant conveyor belts just move with all forward. That way. That way that way driving goes back to what it should be. <laughs> well, you know, Wes, the roads must move. <laughs> Said they must. You know what's a great invention? These newfangled interstate highways. They are popping up all over the place. Oh, yeah. um, so anyway, getting back on track here. Um, you got two display windows. And in one display window, there is a TV set. (gasps) 
Look at that. It's a lovely mug. Look at that grain on the wood. That's so beautiful. It is a cabinet job. It's a big thing. It probably weighs as much as a piano. Oh my goodness. But it is a whopping 15 inches diagonally. That's huge. Look at that fabric that's covering the speakers. Smoke walnut so finish. I didn't know gray came in so many colors. <laughs> I know. Where have you been all my life? Uh, How heavy this thing is! I bet you you could you could cook an egg with the radiation coming off this thing. Oh goodness, yes. Well, Good more than um, egg. For for as much as they're asking, it better. Cooked me a slew of eggs well, and some Mr. hash browns and toast. Mr. Shepard himself sees you admiring the floor model. And he, he saunters up and says, Yep. You might have to pay a little more for my sets, but they sure beat the ones you get down the street at the department store. We have these manufactured special for our customers. Where, where are they manufactured? Oh, somewhere in California. We import them here. In California? I have an eye. I have them made special. You mean California? Everybody in Moscow? <laughs> well, you know. I hear it's pretty they say, there's a lot of, they say there's a lot of nips over in San Francisco. You know... I know we kicked their ass in the war, but I still don't trust them. They should never have left them out of them camps. Yeah, yeah, you know. You gotta show the like though. Go to the irony. Uh, Tim, give me a knowledge roll. I think Mr. A would disagree with you on that. Damn it. No. No. Mr. Oh. No. May, may I? You, oh, you can roll. Thank you. 47, I think I got it. And what is my note? Yay, I made it. If you recall, Trish, it's odd that um, someone of Isaac Shepherd's religion, being the only Jew in town, would disparage... <laughs> Somebody else from a minority. Very strange. Yeah. Welcome to the fifties. I know, yes. I know. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, Isaac, that your own suffered a fate. What? Well, I, I just shake my head. I just shake my head. Well, you know the Nips. They were they were in with the Krauts during the Great War. I can't forgive them for that. I know how you feel, Isaac. I really do. And I too. But think of all the innocent children. Somewhere there is a baby Bill Clinton going. I feel your pain. <laughs> 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 Um, 
So every everybody can give me a spot hidden roll. By you looking at these wonderful Do what? Oh shit! Ninety-seven. Yay! Dice. Okay. I made it. Dice rolling. You sit in the corner and think about what she did. Lily, did you crit that roll? Fourteen out of forty-five. I don't think that's quite a crit. I don't think that's quite a crit. All right. Well, y'all, those of you who made your roll, you notice that the TVs themselves are logo with. Shepherd's name. Okay. Which is kind hmm. of odd because you've never come across. TV sets, while not common, aren't completely rare. And most families that are above a certain income do have a television set. Mm -hmm. So you're all familiar with TV models. And yeah, but Madden how many Shepherd Visions do we see? That's the thing you, you don't recall. You recall Magnavox, RCA, but not Shepherd. Seems like a very, very odd thing to have like this TV set hmm. in this little town all of its own. You see that Gilbert Look at this. Shepherd. Look at that brand, Gilbert. Did, ha, Gilbert, have you ever thought about putting your name on a TV set? Well, it doesn't look like he pried off somebody else's logo and stuck it on. It looks like that has been there. That's what I think. That, that was made for him. Yeah. I honestly think that these TVs were are going to be a fad. I wouldn't put money into them like this. Well, you know what, Gilbert? Right. I felt the exact same way. But then, uh, but then, you know, just a few doors down, over in, because you know, radio. Who's who's wants to give up radio? But uh, yeah. damn, Wally's department store started t selling the TVs, and they had contracts with all the different manufacturers. I couldn't even get my foot in the door after my first refusal. So I did the next mm. best thing. I had I had yeah. somebody invent invent them for me, and these sets are better than the ones they'll sell yes, over so. a well. What do you see? when you look at this set? What do you see? I I see it's big, really big. It, it is bigger, and it's probably heavier. It may be a little heavier, but you know it's a piece of furniture. It's the only it piece of furniture that's going to talk to you. Well, your radio. But well, I have radio. Have radio is beautiful. It was the time that the cows talked. Now, are you okay, young lady? Telephone. As bad dream. Now, what don't you see on my TVs? Hmm. Do they have rabbit ears? They do not. Oh, yeah. oh interesting. No antenna. Mm, How do they receive the signal? Oh, well, if I told you that, that would give it all away. I can't give away the trade <laughs> secrets. But now, okay. he flicks it on, and 
the the picture, while black and white, looks very clear. Almost, almost reality quality clear. But in black and white. Do do any of the do any of the does any of the programming look familiar? Oh Are yeah, but, but turn it on. There's the Today Show or whatever. Uh, I was watching the Honeymooners last night. <laughs> okay. To the moon, bang, zoom. You know. Okay. All right. I love that Ralph Brandon. Now, now, are is there is there anybody who who's come in and got one of these? I want to talk to somebody that's had one and see how they like theirs. Well, um, this is a purchase. I'm I'm not going to take it lightly. I can't just show you my books. I want to know. I want to know. That's bad for business. There's I want to know what I'm going to be buying to put into my house. You know, I'll, I'll just lean in and try and uh, persuade him I'm a Stones here. You're going to try and what? You, you... I'm going to try and persuade him I'm a Stones, but I fail miserably. I'm going to to you flat out. I, I, you know, whoever buys these, it's their business, not yours. Fast talk. What are you going to say to him? Absolutely, you're not willing to pass up a sale just because of some paperwork. There is a sacred trust, young lady, between... 18. (laughs) (laughs) He he looks at you and says, okay, are you going to buy this or not? If I can talk to someone that has and enjoys their set... Young lady, I will. I have sold twenty of these in the past few weeks, and I have an order in for seventy more. I'm sorry, seventy-five more. To who? Your little, your little sale is a drop in the bucket to the amount of people already buying these. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I have a. Uh, I might have a vested interest at my store, but buying these on a regular basis outside of uh, this town. Well, that might be something that we could talk about in, later on. When I hope so. But uh, right now, I have a store to attend to. So if if you not be buying anything, I'll be. I'll be <coughs> seeing you later, and. Uh, Fisher, Ted Fisher over there can help you out if you need anything. Actually, I'm going to try to persuade myself. I don't. Just from from uh, one of God's chosen to another. Go to one of the one of the quote unquote victim survivor houses. And I got twenty. What kind of TV they had? He says, "What what do you want? Are you going to buy a TV or not?" Yes, I am. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. You're you're going to buy a TV right now. Yes. Yes, okay. I am. Show me the because, money. Because we help each other out. Okay. I dig into my purse and uh, kind of away from the others so that nobody sees how much money I've got. I pull out some money. Oh, my God, it did rub off on you. 
<laughs> Jewish by injection. Yes. Um, wait a minute. How much does this TV cost? It costs twelve dollars. Yeah. That's that's at least dollars too many. <laughs> they are rather expensive, Kim. How much money do you have? Enough. Enough. <laughs> What's your credit rating, Kim? Uh, let's see, my credit rating is fifty-five. I would like for you to roll to see if you have enough money to afford one. You're an out-of-towner, so he would not be accepting the check. Thirty-one. So you well, all right. So you, all I have on me is the floor model. So um, here's the proper form. You fill it out with your address to where you need it to be delivered, and in he does some quick calculations. Carry the five. In about six weeks, you will have your TV delivered exactly where you want it. Oh, Thank you very it much. Okay, so. Congratulations. All sales are fine. <laughs> your credit rating is now 45. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's out of the way. Your books, sir. <laughs> what about my books? <laughs> what about like my books? You're not seeing my books. I, I don't know what kind of scammy people are trying to, 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 to run on me. But I if you're going to consist, I'm asking for my TV. Okay, well, I have purchased a TV in good faith. One of God's chosen to another. <laughs> Where... In anything, does it say that because you bought a TV from me, you get to look at my financial records? <laughs> that has nothing to do with financial records. It just has to do with who purchased a television from oh, you. Don't even want to know all the people. Just one. Everybody, you, you all... If you don't leave my my establishment right now, I'm going to. I'm already gone. I'm out. You better get your money, Polly. (laughs) Too late. It's his now. This is darn shame. Y'all don't know anybody that uh, breaks into buildings for a living. Hmm. All right, number. We're we're, we're going to. Let's visit. To Mrs. B again. You guys can go and enjoy that. I'm going to go back to my room with the television and go open it. Now, what brand of television is well, that? I guess I'm going to go find now, out. Thumper, yeah. Let's go to Mrs. B's. Alright. So, who's going with? I'm going back to my hotel room to see what kind of TV they have. Okay. I'll go too. Okay. I'm going to my hotel room because I don't think I want anything to do with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And then the Rodney, you you and uh, and Leah are going to Mrs. B's. Maybe. I, yes, I, ne- no. I never left the bar. I'm still at the bar. Oh, you're still at the bar. Shit, I should have gone with you. All right, all right, all right. I I retcon, I go to the bar where he is. That's a better idea. But 
but we need to we need to see what kind of TV he he, he went nuts over. Ms. Like, what one of these shitty TVs? I am fucking gonna take a look inside it. But okay. we're not. Uh, you didn't hear that from me. We will go to Team Hotel first. <laughs> okay. What's all this babbling about TVs and stuff? All right, so you guys get back to the hotel. You go into one of your rooms, and you look at the TV, and it's a magna box. <laughs> That's fine. Wes, so, I'm sure Gilbert still wants to know how a television works. Well, you can take it apart. There's a tube. Careful with that capacitor, man. Yeah. Seriously, I, that will kill you. Well, we would know the other families that died or whatnot, would we not? Um, well, if we go to the newspaper, we might. Yes. Instead now, of Mrs. going to Mrs. B's house like they are, I say we go check out one of the houses where everyone's dead and no one will complain. Okay, so which house are you going to go to where everyone's dead and no one will complain? Whichever one is that has one of those TVs that you were mentioning in the information. <laughs> As I've forgotten to written it down. That's well, Mrs. B did say her husband threw the TV out the window. Where is that TV? I will, I will toast you a bone, James. There is uh, Mr. Paulson who uh, killed himself in putting his head through the the TV in living room, but you know his family. I think they left. <laughs> and there is Alvin Moore, who I think his family's in the process of leaving because he died last night. <laughs> that is true. I will go with the former. With Alvin Moore. Yep. Okay. So who's going to the Moors and who's going where? I'm going to visit Mrs. B. All right. I'm at the bar with the thumper. No. <laughs> um, I'll go with Tish. Hey, it's good to see you, Polly. Is Wes even here? Wes, are you here? I was sure which, uh, I, I don't know if I was going to book their hotel I've always been back to the hotel. You're wedding what? I call people back to the hotel because okay. of all right. I need someone who doesn't have a problem breaking into houses. Where would Thumper be right about now? The bar. The bar. Drinking. I meant that in character, talking to the people that are there. Oh. Sorry. The bar. Drinking. All right. I jump into my van and I go to find Thumper. All right. Thumper is at Al's doing... Shots of whatever it is that Thumper does. It's a little harsh for this time of day, isn't it? Not at all. Part of a well-balanced breakfast. You will not believe what our crazy-ass classmates did. It's rice beer, so it's got wheat in it. Just like cereal. Good enough. Mm -hmm. Good enough. Hey, man, you're 25 miles outside of Milwaukee. At least you have beer. Exactly. It's good enough. For breakfast, it's, all, it's, it's good all, enough. <laughs> it's all shots, man. Or pass. Shots. <laughs> all right, so you remember Shepherds? Uh, yeah. 
I, I remember stealing TVs comic out. books out of that place. Yeah, he, he sells TVs out, and Polly bought one. On the spot. Weird. Well, I, you know, people are into that sort of thing, I sure, guess. That's my point. Like, this is weird that he has TVs. Because, like, they have his name on them. I ain't never seen that before. They got his name on them? Yeah, yeah. You know where it was say, like, uh, Magnavox? It says Shepard. Weird, right? I'm telling you, something screwy going on in this town. And I don't know why they're so intent on getting one of those TVs. Cause yeah, I don't want to watch one. Well, don't watch one. I mean, no. I'm not gonna. Line them up. Um, yeah, so why did Polly buy a television? I don't know, man. Like, maybe. Maybe I'm still, like, too enlightened from last night to quite comprehend what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that shit was a madman. Where'd you was get it? Oh, man, I can't remember. Did I, oh, I made was, that. I made that batch. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> there, was, there was this one time I was in Mexico City, you know, trying to... Well, we won't get into why I was in Mexico City. <laughs> but, yeah, there was... Uh, I won't tell you that story. That's, that's not important. But, uh... I think it's the only bar in town, James. No, it's Wisconsin. There's plenty of bars. Oh. But it's the one oh, that you I guys go to. Al's. Roll up to see if you remember if he said where he was going. Because he did. But do you remember where he said he was going? <laughs> I did say where I was going? You see, we, we know you just that well. This is where you always go. <laughs> <laughs> Even during high school, this is where we can always find you. They gave up trying to kick you out. In high school, was a pizza joint. It grew up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Do they still have pizza? They still got that pinball machine. Ding, ding. Ah, pinball. You go to the bathroom, there's a, there's a graffiti that says Pinky Cascadero is here. Oh. Hey, remember this for a good time call, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's not here to hear that. Alright, so you guys are in the bar trying to figure out who's who's where at, at this point. I'm heading towards Mrs. B's. Okay. Yeah, me too. Alright, we'll do team Mrs. B. Okay. Um, you knock on the door and Mrs. B answers. And she says, oh, tears from last night. Oh my goodness. What? Why are you here? What brings you out this way? Did you forget um, anything? No, 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 no. You look wonderful, by the way. Oh, um, we just had a few questions about uh, about Mr. B and the type of television that you had. What type of television did you have? The TV, huh? Yeah. Well, um, I want to say that, I mean, he came home with it. It was a big surprise. Mm -hmm. 
I want to say that he got it from Isaac Shepherds. Yeah, because it was his own brand. They were crowing about how it was a local product, and we were supporting the local economy mm -hmm. as opposed to those commies. You know, oh, that's right. true. Those communists. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And you got to support local. Did buy local. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Help your neighbor. Yeah, but I mean, he. It, I haven't had chance to replace it yet after he threw it out of the window. Mm. What happened? Is it? So, is it still so out there? Or? Oh no, they got hauled away as garbage. Okay, oh, so it's at the it's at the dump. Is it? It could be, it could be at the dump. Um, I don't know what happens. They just take that stuff away, you know. Yeah, I understand. People do stuff like that for us. Yeah, of course. We look out for each other. I mean, we just consume and they throw it away and they pick it up. La la la. We'll get another one. I just haven't had. Mm -hmm. Well, that's understandable. Well, I—that's all that we, that I've wanted to know. Thank you so much for your time. You know, I they really should that. sell insurance for those things. They're so expensive. Mm -hmm. Yes, they it? should. How much did you pay for it? It was like twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was five dollars. We had one of the older models. I, I heard that they came out with newer ones, so mm -hmm. we were among the first to get the Oh, I bet you were the envy of the block. Oh, oh we yes. were. We are. Mm. Well, we were. Now we're going to have to get one of the new ones, and everybody will know it's not the same. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> At least it'll be one of the newer ones. Yes. So, and we have a block again. Yeah. But uh, thank you so much for your time. And do I notice anything out of the out of the way? Oh, so it's just the same as it was. It's the same as it was. All right. That's it. So, so I I do appreciate your time. Thank you for tolerating our intrusion. You know, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean. If you're thinking of getting a TV, I know you don't live in town, but I'm sure you can arrange something with Mr. Shepard to get it delivered to where you where you are. Okay. Oh, I'm sure we can. Did you did you uh, did you notice any problems with reception at all? Oh, the reception was beautiful. Okay. I mean, apparently we were getting programs from Russia. You're getting what? How do you know they were Russian, though? Oh, come on. Yeah. It's always a communist plot. Oh, of course, mm. of course. Definitely. Well, don't worry. It'll be our little secret. Yeah. Secret. 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 <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Um... Can you guys do me a favor and talk amongst yourselves? I will be right back. Okay. Say, uh, We're talking about Russian secrets. Talk about <laughs> Russian. Commies and Pinko. Yes. Uh, Set them up, bartender. Pinko, like my stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs>
like the sixth shot since I sat down. How long have you been drinking? What time is it? <laughs> what year is it? Drinking like in America. Drinking, yeah. Drinking, drinking all the drink you need or to maintain his balance in the period of time. I get eventually to the bar. Glad I got that out of the way. It must have not relevant Yo. who else was using these because, you know, Leah, you and I both got 16 rolls mm-hmm. on this one, and we still got nothing. I don't what? Know Oh, no, no. It, it must have been. Uh, it's a fishing expedition. Lots yeah. is, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's has James' way of getting us to move along. Yes. is out of place. At least I got a TV coming. <laughs> hey, hey. There you go. of my neighborhood. Back in the okay. Sorry about that. It's all good. Um, child emergency. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so if you want to buy a TV, you can get it delivered to wherever in you are. Six sure. weeks. Six weeks, awesome. But they don't have Amazon in the 50s. Six weeks is like wickety split. But you had the Sears catalog, you know, that's all you needed. You know, things were slower back then. You all need to just slow down. Six weeks is a reasonable amount of time to expect something. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, you guys just you you squares need to just slow down and enjoy <laughs> yourselves. Yeah. Now it's not the time thumper. Why the okay. So I drive you to need the to slow down. Back at the Wait. bar. I'd make a decision instead of stopping at the bar to just drive to the Morehouse. To the, to the who what? The what's the house? The one where uh, they decide Moore? to leave. Alvin Moore. Okay. So you get to the Moore's house. Okay. And uh, actually, there's a car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. There's actually a couple of cars in the driveway. And you knock on the door. Who's with you? Is it just you? Just me. Okay. And a woman answers the phone. The phone answers the door. Um, Hello. You can only assume it is Arlene because she's the only black woman in town. She answers the door. Hi there, Shepherd's Repair. Shepherd's Repair? Yeah, we had a, a, a slew of faulty uh, TVs, and uh, we're doing our due diligence to make sure that the, the TVs get repaired. Uh, no charge whatsoever. Oh, okay. I didn't know the TV was broken, but um, you know, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, if you want to take a look at it, you could take a look at it. But you know, you have to. Hurry up because I'm trying to make arrangements to sell the house so we can completely understand. Allow me to get, get out of this Allow me to get my tools. I walk over to get my tools and then come and in, come into the house and I don't know, open up that goddamn TV and see what's inside. 
Okay. Um, what are you going to use to open up that goddamn TV? Um, I think mechanical repair would be a good choice. Okay. Mechanical repair. Well, give me a roll. Sure. Because I got a 20. Okay. What's your mechanical repair? 50. Skill? Fifty, Steve. Fifty. Okay, sorry. And uh, do you have any electronics? Ooh. At the store. No. <laughs> just, <you> know, <laughs> no, I just have base. And what is the base? Ten. Electrical repairs. Ten. Yeah. So you, you get the case off. Yep. And it just uh. It. it just looks. You, you can't make hiding or hear of it. I mean, really, never taken a TV apart before, and it's got wires and circuits and gadgets and yeah, just not nothing that you've ever encountered. Anything? I do like a spot hidden. Is there anything inside the this thing that just no, screams, I mean, screams not? TV? I don't know. No, not really. Oh, I did open the one at the hotel. Does this one look much different than the one I mean, in the hotel? I mean, it kind of all looks like a mesh of wires to you. Hmm. Does it have the tube like the other one did? Yep. It's got a tube. It's got a cathode ray tube, and it's got... Okay. The emitter and all the great TV stuff. Anything labeled Shepard on the inside, like Shepard circuitry, Shepard no. motherboard? Nope. Nothing? All right, I put it back. There's a big area. Russian flag on the interior of the casing. <laughs> of course there is. I'm kidding. I, I close it up, and as I'm leaving, it's a... Well, taking care of whatever little what what little uh, problem or ticks that we had with the TV. Oh, um, thank thank you. Just a quick question. Uh, sure. Uh, sort of new in town. Uh, what exact? Why exactly are you selling? Um, well, my my husband died, mm. and. You know, without him, um, we have no income, and I, I don't know family. if you've you noticed, but it, it's Wisconsin, and uh, we don't quite fit in with most of the people in this town. Well, I hear that. So, um, if I'm going to be poor, I'd rather be poor with my own folk. Um, no immediate family in the in the town. It's all oh, outside. No. Mm. Real well, shame. Alvin uh, moved here after the war. We moved here after the war, and right. Well, good luck uh, selling your home, and I hope you get make it to uh, wherever you got to get going uh, safely. Well, thank you. You have a pleasant day. I'll go back going to Philly. Sorry. Thinking of going to Philadelphia. No, I heard you. I said sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I heard it's always sunny <laughs> <coming> there. <laughs>
I had to, I head to my van and I, I drive back to the bar. You had to have great milk steak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much safer. <laughs> Alrighty, so it is 11.30 right now. I didn't think we were going to get through this. We can stop right here and pick this up um, again, because like I said, we're going to put masks on hold while we, we uh, move that to pulp, so this will be a great killer. Uh, Hopefully next week Nick will have his shit together and we'll be able to to continue with the time to harvest. And then I know on Friday we're gonna have some fungi. And oh, I'm sure Saturday we're taking a look at the Dalian comic book Faith. So we got tons of great stuff for you. So until Friday, I guess good night, Gracie. Hey. Sit on it.